You're listening to Do You Hear That? A podcast about birds hosted by Noah Kalina and Paul Amara. We're bird enthusiasts, not bird experts. So I don't use Skype ever. And I don't know why you still use it. Do you use Skype? Wait, 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 wait. Do you hear that? That sound. Do you know what that is? No. That's a rock pigeon, Paul. Oh, a rock pigeon. Yeah, some people might actually say rock dove, but, you know, whatever. We say rock pigeon. The scientific name is actually Columbia livia. Oh. You've seen a pigeon before. Yeah, I see pigeons all the time. I feel like the sound of a pigeon is something we all know, but almost disregard. It's kind of not that special, maybe. Yeah, I feel like it just blends in with the ambiance of New York City, kind of. Yeah, or anywhere. That's one of the things about a pigeon is they're literally everywhere. What's up with that? Why are they everywhere? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a long story. I'm no scientist. I'm no expert. No. But I do like birds. And I think that's why we're doing this show right now. Yeah, birds are kind of cool. I've gotten kind of really into birds, and I think birds are one of those things that you can live a whole life just going about your business, your day-to-day, and you see birds, but you don't think about them, and you don't really even see them. You just, you know that's a bird. Mm -hmm. It's just, oh, look at that thing flying, and that's a bird. But when you finally decide to take the time to sort of zoom in and really see them. Yeah. A whole new world opens up. This happened to me fairly recently. Oh, yeah? Only maybe three years ago, I started really seeing birds. Little by little, when you start paying attention, the world becomes sort of magical. Like the whole world or just the bird world? Yeah, well, the whole world, because you you kind of live in a place that's just surrounded by mystery and intrigue and science and colors. Hmm. We'll probably get more into this as the show goes on, but I'm curious about you, Paul. What do you think about birds? You know, I've never really thought too deeply about birds, but they're cool. Like every time I see a bird flying around, I'm like, wow, they're really just flying on their own. Like there's no engine, there's no motor. It's just this like these wings just flapping. It always kind of fascinates me. There's actually from my window here in Echo Park, Los Angeles, there's like a telephone pole. And because I sit here uh, like eight hours a day, I keep my eye on this telephone pole and pigeons like to perch on this pole. But what's funny is like there's a sort of flatter, taller part on the pole. Like, you know, it's like the pole part. And I always think like, Are they arguing over who can be sitting on that part of the pole? I'm looking at some right now. There's four pigeons. One of them is white. Is a white pigeon a dove or is it just a white pigeon? I'm not sure. You might have to invest in some binoculars so you can get a really good look. That's a good idea. Mostly because, and I think this is one of the things that happens when people see birds is you just see their shape and you're just like, that's a bird. That's just a crow. That's a pigeon. Yeah. But then you zoom in and it's like, it's a bird you never knew even existed before. Yeah. Uh, And it's got all these crazy colors on it. I mean, that said, 
You're in California. Yeah. You just don't have that many birds. Yeah. Well, and especially in like near the city, I can't imagine there's that many interesting birds. Well, that being said, these two birds just flew by and they're small and I don't know what they are, but right. they almost look like a robin. Could be. I grew up seeing robins a lot yeah. because I grew up in Michigan and I, I think that that might be the Michigan bird. We'll definitely do a show on robins because I think that robins are underrated birds. You know, meanwhile, I did say like California has shit birds. I, I sort of take that back. There's no such thing as a shit bird. All birds are cool. Some are just more common than others. And when you live in a place like Los Angeles, there's only so many that you can possibly see. And maybe over time, it gets a little boring. Mm. But, you know, depending on where you live and because of how birds operate and their migratory patterns, lots of different birds might come through where you live. So it's really just location and geographically dependent on what kind of birds you're going to see. But we're talking about the rock pigeon today. Yeah, the rock pigeon. Everyone knows the pigeon because it's literally everywhere. I think it's like everywhere on earth except where it's too hot and where it's too cold. Mm. So, you know, they're everywhere and especially in cities. Mm -hmm. Can you describe what the rock pigeon looks like? Yeah, it's uh, mostly gray. Like I'd say when I see a pigeon from afar, I would describe it as a gray bird. But I have a photo here that's a little bit bigger. That This pigeon I've never seen in such great detail. And it's not actually gray. It's sort of got a gray chest. And then there's like these black spots, but they're not spots. They're more like triangles that sort of blend into a uh, black stripe almost at the back. It almost looks like an ink blot. Like you take a ink blot test. That's right. kind of what the backs of this pigeon is looking like. Right. And then the front has this iridescent aquamarine sort of shimmer yes. to it. But I've seen, you know, I've seen pigeons in real life and when they kind of run around, it sort of shifts from this brilliant, teal greenish blue to this magenta lavender and there's almost a perfect gradient between the two colors amazing which is kind of amazing and, and yeah. people call pigeons like the rats of the sky right i can kind of see where they're coming from but when you really look at them up close they're kind of beautiful yeah they are they're actually kind of wonderful yeah that iridescence on the on the neck yeah it's outrageous it is what's going on there i if I were to guess, I would say that it's got like some sort of oil or something in its feathers that maybe is causing this reflection or or are those actually like, is that the pigment of the feather? So you're assuming that maybe all pigeons were involved in some kind of oil spill. Uh, well, uh, I hadn't thought about that, but maybe, maybe there was <laughs> the great pigeon oil spell of 1919 but aren't birds kind of oily isn't that just like a natural thing because it makes them fly is that true or did i hear that somewhere you know i honestly have no idea oh you don't know okay I, i've never heard anything like that maybe i'm making that up it's a good question about how a bird gets those iridescent colors that shift with the light and become brighter when the sun is hitting them and then they actually literally change colors Lots of birds have this hmm. and the pigeon has it. And because the pigeon has it, the pigeon should not be written off. No. The pigeon is actually quite cool. Yeah. What color are those feet? Oh, it, I wasn't even looking at the feet. The feet are, it almost looks like raw meat. Ew. 
the it looks like salami. Like these are like tiny little salami sticks. So like red. Yeah, it's like red, sort of pinky. Pink, yeah. And then there's this, these lines over it, like little tiny white lines, and then it has these little claws. The claws don't look very menacing, at least to me, but right. maybe they probably don't use it as a weapon. Interesting. Yeah, so I think that's a good description. And I I think fortunately, most people are familiar enough with what a pigeon looks like to just sort of have a mental model in their head. Yeah. Uh, Or if you're in a city, just like go outside and look around and you'll see one within like five seconds. Yeah. But, you know, I was just looking up some quick facts this morning about a pigeon. And did you know you could actually take a pigeon from its nest, blindfold it, and then bring it hundreds of miles away? spinning it around the whole time. No way. And that pigeon will know exactly how to get home. <laughs> it has like a honing capability that people do not know how to explain. Wow. But they were used by military and, what? you know, way back throughout the history, like hundreds of years ago, people would tie messages to pigeons' legs and send messages to each other Wait. before telephones existed. So, the, you know, there's that term honing pigeon, right. right? Like it just like hones in on where it needs to go and goes there just sort of automatically, just it's built into whatever it is. It's like they're aliens or something. That's crazy. Yeah. But, but wait, so that would only work like if I flew to upstate New York, grabbed a pigeon outside of your house and then took it back to LA with me I could tie a note to it and it would fly all the way. It would probably come back. Wow. That said, you know, it's funny when I look at my bird apps, pigeons are actually somewhat rare where I live. I see them very rarely. But the other day I went down to the river Mm -hmm. to take photos of birds and just look at birds. Mm -hmm. And I was under a bridge and that's where the pigeons are Mm -hmm. where I live here. Cause they like, they like to nest under bridges and stuff. They're like troll. They're basically trolls. So yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. And also pigeons have actually been domesticated to a certain extent. People keep them as pets. And when I lived in Brooklyn, I lived across the street from a guy who kept them on the roof of his building and like flew them and they fly around in giant circles and he'd stand on the roof with a flag and sort of wave it around i'll send you some videos and maybe we can have some additional content website or something where i can post some of these videos but yeah i mean lots of people in new york city especially in the outer boroughs keep tons of pigeons on their roof (laughs) as pets and also you know and this is a thing in china as well where they actually race pigeons what they go for tons of money people breed these and like sell like super expensive racing pigeons wow is a racing pigeon the same as a rock pigeon? like are they all the same kind of pigeon i think it's the same species wow yeah obviously there's like the gritty street pigeon (laughs) and then there's the like i care i hand raised it and it becomes a different kind of bird of the same variety it's just it's in there it's in their minds but it just depends on how they grow up wow that's amazing yeah man i mean that's the pigeon i mean it's a great bird yeah i would say you see a pigeon don't dismiss that pigeon no think about that pigeon yeah and google it yeah look it up go down that rabbit hole yeah so what do you think should we rate the pigeon on our uh world famous uh five chirp scale Yes, I think the pigeon deserves a rating. We're going to do this where we both give the pigeon a rating and then we're going to average that rating. And the show, this show is going to have a 
bird rating in chirps? In chirps. Or is it squawks? Yeah, does a pigeon squawk or chirp? Well, I think it's just got to be a general... Like, it's not based on the actual sound of the bird makes. It's a more general... Right. Well... A chirp is nicer than a squawk. Sure. Like a five chirp, that's nice. That's a good bird. That is a good bird. That's the best bird. Is it a chirp or a tweet? Oh, well, tweet's kind of been ruined. Tweet's kind of been taken, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's do the chirps. I'm not sure how to really qualify a bird, but just from an aesthetic standpoint and... And also, I'd say an iconic standpoint, I mean, the pigeon, like, it is probably the bird I've seen the most in the wild, but the wild being, like, every major city that I've ever visited. And there's something to that. Just because of how good it's been able to proliferate. Yeah. And, you know, they say, like, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And these pigeons are proving that. The pigeon's a survivor. Kind of nice. Kind of inspiring. Yeah. They're resilient. So with that in mind and this beautiful iridescence, Mm. and also their eyes are very beautiful. We didn't talk about their eyes, but it's got this like intensely orange spot with a big black dot in the center. Right. Big bird eyes. I would give the pigeon a 4.6 out of 5 chirps. Wow. Okay. Wait. Okay. Can we do decimals? I wasn't thinking about decimals. I was thinking just a full... Yeah, how would we do a half of a chirp? Yeah, we can't do a sound. So we got to do full full chirps. Okay, so I would give this rock pigeon a four out of five chirps. All right, all right. Yeah, I feel you on the prevalence and how they just sort of are everywhere. And that's that's interesting. But because of that, I actually want to downgrade them because I, I like a rare bird. Mm. I like a bird that is like, oh, my God, I never saw that bird before. Mm. But keeping in mind that all birds are good, regardless of how common they are, I think because of the sort of interesting history of pigeons and the color on their neck, it is a really cool bird. And it's a bird that should not be overlooked. It's a gateway bird. It's a bird that like, once you start getting into it, you're like, oh, interesting. That's, that's a, lot to, a lot to unpack with this bird. I wonder what other birds have to offer. So... Because of all of that, I'm going to actually give the pigeon a three chirps out of five, which now, since I was a three and you're a four, that means it's a 3.5 out of five chirps, which puts us in the same situation we were just in. Mm -hmm. But do we round up to favor birds in a more positive way? Mm -hmm. So this is actually a four out of five on the chirp scale. Okay. All right. I like that. I mean, I was just thinking that maybe if we wanted to use decimals, when there's a decimal, it's like three chirps and a squawk. What about a coo? Yeah. Okay. One thing that is a telltale sign of a pigeon is actually the wings sound. They call this the wing sonitation. Hmm. It's like clapping. We're hearing it right now. But yeah, that's the first episode here. There are actually something like 18,000 bird species in the world. Dang. Well, this number is disputed and depends on what Google result you want to go with. ScienceDaily.com says a new study led by the American Museum of Natural History suggests there are about 18,000 birds in the world. Wow. But the website OurWorldInData.com says there are more than 11,000 bird species that have been identified and described as of today. Let's just go with the 18,000 birds so this joke is a little funny. So if we put out an episode one a day 
in 50 years, we are going to be done. So today is the day we're starting. I'll be 92 when we're done. I'll be your age. <laughs> You'll be my age now when, uh, when we're done. And stay tuned. We've got a lot coming up. Yeah, I'm excited. I really learned a lot about the rock pigeon today. Google is our friend. <laughs> Google is our friend. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Is hosted by Noah Kalina and Paul O'Mara. Edited and engineered by Paul. Music also by Paul. Noah last photographed a rock pigeon on May 16th, 2022. Follow us on Twitter at The Best Bird Pod and support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash do you hear that. Episode art images sourced from the Library of Congress. Ambient bird sounds by Noah Kalina and additional bird sounds from macaulaylibrary.org.